Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. Your host, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, with Thomas Thrash and Barry Grooms, presented to you by Hootens.com, your source for Arkansas high school football. You are now Between the Mats. And welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. You are here in the American Safeguard Insurance Studio. You know, Thomas and Maddie and Dusty, I think it's time we change the intro and add Dusty in there. Yeah. I mean, he's he's family. Well, let's he not is. go crazy. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> he's still earning it, but hey. He and did Kevin. His, and Kevin. He did have his best filming uh week last week i moved up to number four yes well <laughs> it was the best yeah i would say four solid four <laughs> solid, four. solid four still in the bottom 30 percent. Yeah. so we got matt wilcox here with us tonight along with thomas thrash and dusty clark from hooten.com how's everybody doing doing great man it Good is week eight it's yeah. hard to believe God, it's crazy man. yeah for some it's halfway through the season yeah. and some it's Two weeks from being over. <laughs> Two <laughs> weeks exactly from right. basketball I mean, season, that's, baby. That's, that's right. Yeah, you can start smelling the popcorn, can't you? The gym <laughs> popcorn. It just hits a little different. Start it? hearing it little thuds on the hardwood. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, where'd y'all go Friday night? Uh, I went down to Fordyce, saw Fordyce and Rising. That's that, a good one to be at. That was the best football game I've seen all year. Yeah, so, tell, so, tell us about it. I want to hear. Okay, so first off, one, one I know the score said 37 to 24. Kristen Beelan, the Fordyce running back, he's the real deal. He toted the Red Bugs all the way, you know, back in the second half. They were down uh, 16 to nothing at half. He, they come out, and he scores two touchdowns in the third quarter, makes 16-16. Rising has about a nine-minute drive, start of the third – or end of the third quarter, start of the fourth. And they give the ball back to Fordyce with four minutes left. And the Beelan show goes off. He goes down. He punches in with about two minutes left. And then hits the two point conversion, tight twenty four twenty four, and every, everybody in the stadium's thinking overtime because you know rising they just you know dive left, dive right, right, dive, yeah. you know just right, right, and then oh tricky, tricky Clay Toddy, you know he uh, brought out a pass <laughs> and got it down to the six he inch had, line. He had one in his. He book, had that. He? he had that one, and been it, working on it for years. Yeah, I mean perfected <laughs> it. You know perfection gets down to the six inch line with 4.5 seconds left <laughs> now this is where it gets crazy though because you know we're at four dice you know and yeah. you know big rivalry and he hands it off to brendan or brayden dupuy dupuy goes in i look up the clock and there's three and a half seconds left <laughs> it's like i mean we got the snap got this. you know he scored right. you know so they kick off or they can set yeah. up for the kickoff there's you know three seconds left they kick it deep and what's the score right now? The score right now is thirty to twenty-four. So Fordyce has a chance. They yeah. just got to take it back and get that. Gotta take it back. That's yeah. all they got to do. And they start lateraling it left, lateraling it right, whatever. Because there's like, only three seconds. Yeah, there's left. only three there's seconds. Yeah. Out, yeah. So. It's, it's Stanford band play. They're freaking all over the place. And this kid, uh, Travion Wainwright, he comes out of nowhere and intercepts a lateral. He came from the bleachers, I think. Uh, well, he's <laughs> sideline standing by me. But, you know. <laughs> Sucker comes out of nowhere, mosses it. Tucks it. He's in the end zone. Place is going crazy. And, like, everybody's like, well, that just happened. I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. they scored two touchdowns in four and a half seconds. They made him kick the extra point because of the um, the point rule. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they made him come back on the field. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of like the, the, the uh, north side – 
Greenwood game, when they scored yeah. in 16 seconds, they scored two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah, they were down 18 with three minutes to go. Yeah. And then uh, they were down 11. 11 with, with 16 seconds left. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, saw, was, I, heard, I, heard, I heard Coach Toddy on the radio after the game. It was straight from, like, Varsity Blues. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Because so his dad coached at uh, his dad, his he, he played Fordyce. At, his he dad played, played at Fordyce, but his dad was a, a pastor okay. in the community. Now, but, but maybe maybe Toddy coached at Fordyce. Yeah, Toddy, yeah, Toddy graduated from Fordyce '89. Yeah, coached there until yeah. he got the job at Rising. Yeah, because he's talking about he's, he's like they asked him what you know what he's been thinking. He's like just thinking about my dad. Yeah. I mean, it was really like it was you know, really the, it was just really southern small town football. The yeah. trophy, it was the awesome. trophy they play for is called the Big G, and it's for Gerald Toddy, Toddy's dad. Gotcha, gotcha. And so Toddy, you know. The Toddy family, you know, they're they're still in Fordyce, but obviously, you know, they're yeah. pretty partial to Rising right, right. now. Uh, but they play for that trophy. They've been playing for it since 2012 when Gerald died. Okay. And Gerald was a youth pastor, youth minister in the Fordyce community, but he's also a role model to a lot of those Rising kids when he was around. And both right. communities, when he died, they said, you know, we want to do something. They didn't have a rivalry trophy. That's cool. Right. That's and that's, really and cool. that's what they play for. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, did. growing up in South Arkansas, I mean – that. It's just a little different down there. Oh, yeah. oh I you love know, South I mean, football. It, it is. It's it. just it's just a little bit different. I don't well, know how to explain it. Well, you know, Toddy's dad would, you know, Toddy can't see very well. Okay. And so his dad would stand next to him and say it's third and two. Third, first, yeah. you know, second and four. Or whatever. Yeah. And so that Chad was telling me all this stuff. Hmm. Uh, and so he, for, for however long uh, he was, he was there. Yeah. Wow. For a long time, for a long time, Toddy still had wired headsets. It's just only in the past few years since his dad died, he switched over wireless. But his dad would run the wire to his headset. Yeah. And I just, you know, just one of those, you know, one of those unique father-son relationships. But, and he's he's still a pretty young guy, isn't he? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah he's, I don't even think he's 50. Yeah, I, I was going to say, he's got to yeah. be in his 40s, I would think. Yeah, I think. yeah, we did a story, and I don't remember what year. It may have been 2000-something. Uh, a really good story, because I went back and read it. I don't remember it, you know, at the time, but now yeah. it's a great story on him yeah. and, and how he, you know, he beat Shiloh. Y'all, I mean, y'all. I was that? there. Yeah. I was there. Okay. I was yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, that was my senior year. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Was yeah. My, it was uh, Shiloh was supposed to beat him by a thousand. Yeah, it was my senior year too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, was, it was Rhett and them. Yeah, Rhett. Yeah, Rhett senior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were gonna say something? I was just gonna ask how many. So how many people were at the game? You know, the they said it was the lowest attended game in the in the series history because you know all the background noise that's mm-hmm. going on. At least three thousand people. Is that right? I mean, the stands were still full. Just they had the state police making people set the whole game, mm-hmm. but they still got up and they still yeah. got down. I mean, it, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, the there last, were some interesting posters. Oh yeah, there were. You know, <laughs> was there? I, <laughs> can we say them on air? Well, oh yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. weren't anything like vulgar. No, uh, no. He, he had them posted. Yeah, I, you know, I get out. I get out there before the game. I'm just you know trying to get a feel for the crowd and everything and. I keep. I noticed that Fordyce kept having no sir everywhere. Hashtag no sir. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I asked one of the rising guys, and he was like, "What's this no sir crap?" And he said, "Look at rising backwards." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> but it was like hashtag no. Sir. Yeah. He was like sitting there like, oh well. The first game I ever filmed at Hootens was uh, the Fordyce Rising last year, week one, or week zero, whatever it was. Yeah. But it was at Fordyce. Yeah. And it was awesome. Oh. So he's he's posting these pictures of, uh, on Facebook of these of these posters, and I'm thinking, or I even said, "Is it is that real grass? <laughs> <laughs> what is that foreign substance?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Is that really grass?" I didn't know people still had oh. that. So get this: we go to we go to Magnolia Cooper's junior year. Yeah, 
in the playoffs. The only, one of the only 5A the, teams. That's the first time Cooper had ever played on natural grass in high school. Hey. What? <laughs> yes. You know, I know, I, we all probably spent our whole career playing on, you know, I don't know, Thomas, you know, had that golden spoon. <laughs> Listen, we had the worst field out of anybody at the time. But, uh, you know. Uh, you know, you think about peewee teams these days. I mean, yeah. there's peewee so teams. So we played Saturday. Grass. We played in Riverview Saturday, and and it's grass. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, man, I, I I told one of our other coaches, I said, man, I said, I miss grass. Sure. Oh, yeah. Like I love it. Yeah. I wish I wish we went back to it. I, it just I, I it's, it's tough in the morning when you're practicing when the dew and the ball gets wet. That's mm-hmm. what I hate. Yeah. Like. But yeah, back when men, but back when men played football, we dealt with that. <laughs> see, I didn't really, see. I don't really consider myself football players being a quarterback. So you know, well, it's I don't just get like touched. a step up from the kicker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're, yeah. All right, we better get started. <laughs> I was at, so I was at Boone. Uh, I was at Boone, oh yeah, you did Bentonville, where you yeah. Fayetteville, and so I was at Prairie Grove, uh, Darnell Prairie Grove, uh, beat him fifty twenty seven. I was in that first quarter, drive to Bentonville, which is a forty five minute drive, and then get there and it's almost halftime and. Fayetteville's up 22-10. Bentonville starts moving the ball. They kick a field goal 2013. Then then they score uh, to make it 20-20. And Fayetteville, I guess somehow Bentonville gets the ball back, drives down with maybe two or two or so minutes, kicks a field goal. Fayetteville gets the ball, and then they get two fourth downs, one by maybe half an inch. Wow. Okay, on fourth and five. And so then from their own 20. And so all they got to get is a field goal. Then it's fourth and ten from midfield. They throw a fade route or a comeback on Bentonville's sideline. They get a pass interference call against Bentonville on fourth and ten. I didn't see it. It's hard to tell, so I'm not gonna blame a ref. But if uh, it was, yeah, people were upset. Yeah. And then yeah. so you know, it extended. I don't know if it was bad or not. But uh, then they go down and kick a field goal, uh, tied up, go to overtime. Fayetteville goes down, goes down and scores. Bentonville first play, they give it to Ficklin. Boom, touchdown. And then they're all running off, and then the coach is yelling, get back out there, whatever, and they're going for two. So, obviously, you know Ficklin's getting the ball. Yeah. So, they play action to him. Oh, nice. And then run a little boot and, and wide, wide open. open. You know, it's, everybody rushes. If you haven't been to – I've never been to a Bentonville game. I have not either. Uh-uh. It's uh-uh. awesome. Yeah, I mean, and Fayetteville's – both of those teams have, have great atmospheres, but Bentonville is right on top of you. Like, yeah, so, that's I mean, kind of like Shiloh is too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yes. And so it's just a great atmosphere. There's no track. Yes. So right. You're right mm-hmm. there. And uh, so it sounds like you two guys probably well, went we to the went, two, we two the best, best games of the state. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Me sure. and Maddie went to a, a, a game that had a great half. Yeah. You know, we're at Greenbrier, we're, we're beat up. Yeah. Like we Bad. are yeah. injured. We're, you know, we lost 25 seniors. Uh, 23. 23 yeah. seniors, 18 starters mm-hmm. graduated. So we were already coming, moved up in 6A. We're coming into. <laughs> With a lot of underclassmen, yeah, and so we're down. We're kind of re- rebuilding, and then we lose like. Well, we're down to our fifth string running back. Yeah, yeah. the the, the word, probably the, the best word. player on the team on both sides of the ball, I would say, is, yeah. is out uh, yeah. for the season. Yeah. Tore ACL. You know, we're on our third punter. I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's been kid, kid tore his ACL the other day. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're trying to figure out the quarterback situation, but we had a kid come in the second half that just lit it up, and it was a game. Yeah. You know, we kind of were just coming from behind, right. trying to play catch up and just ran out of time. Yeah. You want to start us off? Sure. You want to start 2A? 
Yeah, whatever you want to do. All right. So last week in 2A, we had Hazen number one. They did not play. EPC took a loss, an unexpected loss to Earl, 32-26. Number three, Carlisle won 47-0 over at Hampton. Number four, Bigelow won 43-14 against Magazine. Mark Tree won 22-12 against a McCrory team that's been playing better as of late. Number six, Mount Ida won 49-14 against Murfreesboro. Number seven, Dirks beat Foreman 48-22. Eight, Mineral Springs did not play. Number nine, Clarendon won 34-22 against Desark. And number 10, Conway Christian beat J.C. Westside 42-0. So this week, week eight in 2A, we still have uh, Hazen number one, and uh, they do not play this week. I'm sorry, they, they, yeah, they play against Episcopal this week at home. Number two, Carlisle. We'll play at Baptist Prep. Number three, Bigelow. We'll play at home against J.C. Westside. Number four, Mark Tree. We'll play at home against Clarendon. That'll be a big game there. Probably determine uh, some some definite playoff seedings. For sure. Number five, Mount Ida. We'll play at home against Mineral Springs against the Hornets, Junk. Oh, yeah, that's a big game. Yeah. Number six, Dirks. We'll play at home against Poen. Number seven, EPC at home against Mariana. Uh, eight Mineral Springs at Mount Ida, nine Clarendon at Mark Tree, and then ten, ten Conway Christian will play at Mountainburg. Let me tell you, McCory and Desart both, they could knock somebody off at any time. There's no doubt. You know, <laughs> especially that Desart bunch, you know, they, they've been playing really well lately. Yeah. Well, you look at their losses, and well, they've lost to, to uh, who was it that beat them early? Uh, Hazen. Well, Hazen mm-hmm. beat them bad. Yeah, wore them out. But then I think it was. Uh, Carlisle. Carlisle. No, Carlisle. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah, beat him. And then they knock off Mark Tree. Yeah. Well, they, you know, so, they changed their offense about three weeks ago. Did they? So they went. So they're, they're not running the flex anymore? No, they're running the flex now. They were running the version of the wing T before. Oh. So, so they moved back to the they went, they went back to the triple that those kids have been running since the cradle. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life's a little bit different when they, and when it's something you're familiar with. Sure. Well, and so, you know, Mark Tree loses to them, and we're thinking, well, EPC bumps up. Yeah. When they lose to Earl, you know, on, I, there's about two or three teams, Hazen, Carlisle, Bigelow, and then the other ones are, I mean, they're they're all fighting each week just to, to stay alive. Sure. I, I mean, I'm really excited to see how this all shakes out. And the, play, the playoffs in 2A is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. There, you know, the one game that I, w- I went to but we didn't get to see due to lightning was Clarendon and Hazen. Oh, uh, yeah. That and that, awesome. that game right there would tell us a lot about some teams. That's right. Clarendon, Clarendon plays everybody tough. Sure. They do. Sure. Yeah. Up or down. Yeah, up yeah. or down. I mean, yeah. I mean every game we've <laughs> I've been right. to, it's been a <laughs> I mean, they, thriller. You know, the, the, the Hector game, they, yeah. you know, they kind of – Laid an egg, yeah. Uh, but but then they come out and they they did the same. I mean, they didn't lay an egg against the EPC, but you know, two right. point loss, to EPC. two point loss. That's yeah. And, and they hey, on the right night they'll beat Mark Tree. Oh yeah. So what's your thoughts on the Mount Ida game, Junk? <laughs> um, I, I expect Mount Ida to be tough for Middle Springs to beat. Yeah. I do. Um, listen. I can't say enough about Middle Springs and the coaching staff and where they've come this oh, year. But let's remember that. they lost. Every game of the season last year, sure. and so Coach Hathcock is building a culture there and overcoming a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, and trying to, you know, we won a lot of games in Middle Springs growing up just because we were supposed to. We didn't have to necessarily play good every week, right? But we tradition said we were supposed to win, and so we just went out and won sometimes when we weren't playing real well. Yeah, and these kids are learning how to win at football. Yeah, and and he's teaching that now. But you're in this phase of growing into that culture 
you're going to match up against some teams that are pretty doggone good. Sure. And, and you're not always going to win. That's right. That's right. Very well said. All right, brother, take us into the 3A. All right, so Prescott, uh, man, they are just <laughs> just rolling. I mean, this – you know, Prescott the they past struggled few, offensively, though, last week until they you – know. well, Did you see the guy they, they appar- were playing? Yeah, apparently paid yes. like a JUCO down there yeah. at Homer. Yeah. I mean, the guy was on the cover of Max Preps. Looks like a small Rock Johnson. He here. does. He looked like he just got done – Bench pressing 500 pounds. He looked, so what, so what he looked like they Wilcox shut them out. Warm-ups. They shut yeah. them they out. Shut them out. Yeah. So what does that say about their defense? It says that yeah, I think what if, it's been if, saying if all year. If you're Boonville or somebody, who else yeah. is going to be? Can Boonville run on them? Well, so the trick with the trick with Boonville is just like. Well, I'll say when I was a, when I was a senior, second round of the playoffs, we played a, a box out team that we were hands down a thousand times more talented and athletic than. But if you don't play your position, yes, they'll beat your butt. That's because right. guess what? You make one wrong move, they're not going to. You, they're going to play discipline every single play. But the one time that defensive end says, I'm going to make this play. Takes the wrong assignment. He doesn't take care of his, his job. Yeah. They well, score. Well, I'm not saying that they're not as talented. I think they may be. No, I mean, I mean Boonville. Well, yeah, yeah. I, no, and, and, and that was a different scenario. Yeah, that was a different scenario. No, I'm not. T- but yeah, if you don't play assignment football, right? One guy messes up. It's That's like, right. You know, talking to Glass this week, you know, he was very highly complimentary to Homer. But you know, Homer won a state champ last year, right? Returning mm-hmm. nine starters on both sides, a lot of juniors, a lot of seniors playing. And he said, you know, we, they scored a safety in the first quarter, tackled or second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was two to zero. Yeah. You know what? I really thought halfway through the night, I was like. Well, it's a forfeit. It's a forfeit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 2-0 forfeit. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he's, they, they just, you know, wrapped running back up in the end zone. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I'm sitting there. I'll, he's like, look at my defense coordinator. I said, you keep this up all night? He goes, yes, sir. <laughs> and, you know. And he, so, I, really, the defense is, is scored two and then the offense scored yeah. seven. And I, That's you know, right. And Poole's, you know, tossed a touchdown in fourth quarter. But he said he, he went to his offense coordinator at halftime and said, hey, let's not do anything silly because I think we can win this thing 2 nothing." Wow. Yeah. Yeah. If we got to, and if we got to, let's do it. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's, it, that's impressive. <laughs> So, so Prescott, you know, and another thing I was going to say about Prescott is it seems like the last few years they've had the team that was really good but wasn't quite the best. Yeah, and they had injuries too last they year. Did. With they Hobson did. They did. getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't think it made a difference. In right. The I don't think score. they were the best team last year. Yeah. I mean, but this year they, they very well likely are. Yeah. yeah. And, they, and they keep, and, I, and I'm a big believer. They probably in, don't have the standout backs. But they no, have more right, t- right. They're, they're Dickens is pretty good. Though. Yeah. No, I'm talking about versus Hobson. Like Hobson, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hobson's next level, but yeah. yes, but they have more talent overall. Well, and you got a quarterback that's yeah, pretty and, special. And, and, yeah, yeah pull. But and I'm a big believer in Brian Glass. I am. Oh yeah, old school. Just love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. So Boonville number two, they beat Mansfield 35-0. Charleston beat Hackett 57-0. Four Melbourne beat Perryville 58-20. That's a big one coming up this week. Yes, sir. Uh, Newport number five did not play. Six rising. As Dusty mentioned earlier, he gave us the rundown on that one. What a game. Uh, Hoxie beat Piggott 42-0. Lavaca, boy, took one on the chin in a uh, – Matt, what did I tell you happened? Uh, it was what? the last second. It was a yeah. hook and ladder. That's yeah, what it was. That's what it was. Hook and ladder. Yeah, I, could, I told Matt the day because yeah. I was reading it when I talked to him. Yeah. Uh, it was a hook and ladder. Yeah. And, and then and then went for two? And then went for two. Wow. Yeah, and got it. At, at, at Lavaca. At Lavaca. You know, at that, that, that's the old basketball analogy. You know, if you're down one, you know, you or down two, you shoot at three. Home. Yeah. 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 At home, you play for it, the You tie. play for the win. On the road, shoot three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, at home, you yeah, tie. On the road, you go for the win. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. All right, so Fordyce, number nine, lost to Rising, and then number 10, Glenn Rose, did not. 
not play. This week, number one, Prescott plays smack over at home. Two, might be the game of the week, guys. Boonville versus Charleston. Number three, Charleston at Boonville. That's going to decide who is the second best team in the state. Or first. <laughs> number four, Melbourne plays Newport. That's another one that's going to be awesome. Uh, Newport at, at Melbourne for number five. Newport six, rising. Lakeside at home. Hoxie seven. This Hoxie team, I think, is being overlooked by a lot of people. They'll play Manila at home. Fordyce, you know, Fordyce moved up after losing because of how they lost. You know, they had that game against a, an undefeated rising team and, and just barely let it slip away. But they'll play at Camden Harmony Grove. Another good game. There's some good games in 3A this week, guys. It was it was difficult picking a game of the week this week. Yeah. I bet. I bet. For sure. Number nine, Glen Rose at Two Rivers. And then number 10, guess who makes their way in the top 10? The Center Point Knights. <laughs> and they play Paris at home. All right. Hey, Boonville, their, their, their win this week is shutout number 80 at their stadium. Wow. Number Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. That's crazy. That's, that's a, a lot of good defense. That's a very good stat there, Tom. I know. That is a good stat. Hey, I mean, hey, hey I, I'm going to take credit for it. Thank you, Glenn Parrish. Uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, there will not be shutout you. number 81 this week. No. no. But let me tell you, that sucker does have some stats. No, he does. Yeah, no. He, uh, he gave us one uh, last week. I forget what it was. It was great, though. I, I wish I could remember it now. <laughs> All right, so 4A last week in 4A, Arkadelphia was one. Uh, they beat Waldron 56-6. Harding, number two, they did not play. Star City, number three, beat Dumas 42-14. Warren beat DeWitt 47-20. Stuttgart at five, beat Cave City 35-7. Malvern, number six, beat Mina 47-14. Number seven, Pocahontas beat Truman 48-6. Ashdown with another loss, a tough loss to Nashville. Uh, they got beat 28-20, to 20 and they led most of that ball game. Yeah, and guess what? They got another one this week. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that's their second loss in a row, and it's they got another tough one this week. So number nine, Haskell Harmony Grove, they beat Little Rock Hall forty-two to twelve, and number ten, McGee beat Crossit in a very good ball game, thirty-four to twenty-eight. So this week, Arkadelphia stays at number one. They will play at Ashdown, and so that game, you know, coming into the the seven four a seven, we thought that was going to be a conference. Shoot, a conference. You know, championship game, but uh, it's lost a little bit of its luster. Number two, Harding will play uh, Riverview at home. Number three, Star City will play at Hamburg. Number four, Warren will play at Monticello. Number five, Stuttgart at Heber Springs. Number six, Malvern will take the week off. Number seven, Pocahontas will play at home against Jonesboro Westside. Number eight, Haskell Harmony Grove will play at Mayflower. Number nine, McGee at Dumas. And number 10, moving into the top 10, is the Scrappers from Nashville. It's their second appearance of the year. And they will be at Waldron. And me and Junk kind of went back and forth on this. I had Ozark at 10, Junk had Nashville. And I think both of those teams are playing really good football yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, they are. Yeah, the Charleston win for Nashville uh, kind of was the edge there. Yeah. You know, uh, let me say this, though. You know, I mentioned last week that Malvern might be number three. You know, there's just no oh, way yeah, to tell yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. But, but picture this. That's the last game of the season is Arkadelphia and Malvern. Yeah. They could play for the conference championship and then turn around and play for the state championship a few weeks later. Yeah. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. easily. Sure. Um, but they have to get through Harding Academy. And Stuttgart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, but and I'm saying Harding is going to be the one. Yeah, I agree. On the top. I agree. And then uh, Arkadelphia. They'll play them in the semifinals. It'll yeah. be a semifinal game, which – if they win conference. But, yeah, if they win conference. So, the winner of the conference has to play Harding 
Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. In the CBS. So uh, if you lose, that, so if you lose in conference, game, you got it. Maybe a better. Yeah, you got so. uh, you got Elkins or Ozark, the one out of uh, out of the uh, that first conference. Then you got Stuttgart, probably uh, they're the third out of the two. The uh, only thing is, you you could end up you going got, on the road and playing in one seed. Yeah. No, but that's uh, okay if you're if you're not playing Harding. Or Arkadelphia. See, I get that. That's kind of that's kind of the yeah. situation Green yeah. Bear was in last yeah. year. We we played right. our rival Valonia for the conference championship. Of course, you want to beat them, but at the same time, if you win, you got to play PA in the semis. Yeah. Whereas if we would lost, just, it's, I hate it because we were talking about uh, yeah. uh, Coach Wells at, at Harrison. Yeah. About, like literally before we came in here about his teams uh, having to play PA five years in a five row. Five years in a row. And they were really good. They yeah. probably should they should have beat them in nineteen when they yes. the semifinals up there. And, but they had PA's number, and I know they didn't beat them, but they were – They played them closer than any public oh, school in the state. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so, it's just the breaks of that. Sure. Like, who was it a couple of years ago that lost intentionally? Was it maybe a girls team that uh, uh, that literally lost because the, to get on that side of the bracket? It was maybe in basketball. Hmm. That the AAA, like, they, they came out and, like, just didn't shoot. Really? Yeah, and it was like they were intentionally trying to get the bracket. Wow. Wow, and the, like the, no, it wasn't in Arkansas. It was like a I've, I've seen some teams play this year. That I thought were 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 intentionally losing, and it turned out they just weren't very good. <laughs> you know that that seven four a though. Who had Malvern being yeah. this Man. awesome this year, dude? I'm tell you what, that offense we did, oh, yeah. we, ah, we did, yeah. Dusty. Oh, oh, oh. Well, football. Yeah. Com, but, uh, outside yes. of Hootens.com, yes. who, who else had it? <laughs> we did. I mean, they, they, they've kind of upset the Alpha Simmons. Party. Simmons was our, our first qu- uh, quarterback for the Top Gun thing we did. Yeah. Right? And uh, he's a four-year starter. Said, yep, and he, he's good. Let me tell you, man. You know, you you get past that number ten, and and, and there and there's Gosnell, Ashdown, Ozark, Elkins, and Gentry. Which Gentry lost a little bit of its of its luster after the pretty pretty bad loss mm. to, to Ozark. But Ashdown will still play. I mean, I'm telling you that. Oh, it's, it's still they still, still might be a top ten team. Yeah, oh, it just yeah. depends on if, if if they show up. Here's, I mean, here's your thing about Ozark, though. You know who their two losses are to. Yeah, three A schools. Yeah, Boonville and Charleston. That's yeah, right. that's right. <laughs> and then they've been scoring sixty in the one four A. Right, right, yeah, hundred percent. And Nashville beats that Charleston team. Yeah. All right, let's move to five A real quick. So, boy, shake up here, man. Yeah. I tell you what, and I love this classification. I do too. Still, man. Even though Greenpark's not in it anymore, I love this classification. I wish we were. <laughs> All right, so Parkview, number one, beat Texarkana 40-7. Robinson, number two, with some injuries, still pulled off the win, uh, beat BB 37-16. Camden Fairview beat DeQueen 49-0. Number four, Shiloh Christian beat P. Ridge 52-10. Number five, Magnolia. They lost two in a row as they lose to Hot Springs 41-35. to You know, old uh, Donnie Witten, uh, Donovan Witten, the quarterback, Arkadelphia's dad, he said, he, they, last night, or Friday night he shot me a message, he said, I told you Hot Springs was better than people thought. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're real I said, good. yeah, I watched y'all's game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, number six, Batesville lost to win 23-10. You know, that one there is the, kind of like the Bermuda Triangle over there in the east. Uh, number seven, Farmington beat Clarksville. Man, it's like somebody somebody told Farmington people didn't think they could win after the quarterback got hurt, and it just kind of set them sideways because they have just been Funny, funny story. So, me and Spencer were doing a Top Gun up there uh, last week with Eli Wisdom. And so, yeah. I – and we drove by to get the stand out of one of the stores, and then we were driving by farming channel. I was like, let's stop. Anyway, they're, they're having cheerleading camp. It's a Wednesday afternoon at 5 o'clock. It, there's 150 cheerleaders out there. So, and, Co- and, and Elders wasn't there. So, I texted him. I said, 
uh, hey, I uh, just stopped by to see y'all, and I thought y'all took football seriously around here. <laughs> Obviously not. Y'all are just taking the week off. And no response. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so Eldridge – I was joking. Yeah, <laughs> we just kidding. So, uh, JK. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all played in Washington with him, so that's – Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, number eight, Nettleton beat Southside by one, 13-12. Mills, 7-0 with the week off. They just keep just hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Valley View beat Brooklyn 42-7. So, this week we've got number one Parkview going to Magnolia. That could be a physical game. Uh, Magnolia's going to bring it. So, yeah. you know, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out after Parkview's had some close ones. Yeah. Uh, number two, Robinson at Mills. Uh, the, now we finally get to see how legit Mills is. That's yes, right. but, uh, you know, with uh, with the running back getting hurt. Uh, oh, my gosh. Freeman. Yeah, Noah Freeman. <laughs> yeah. Breaking no. his, what, tib, uh, Yeah, tibula? leg bone, yeah. Yeah, so, I just, you know, I don't know if we've said that on the air. Yeah. You know, he's out for the season. He, right. He's a – Finalist, you know, for the. Yeah. I mean, like we had his name. Yeah, you know, I mean, up there on the board to what you know. Yeah, he's we a were dude. ready to pull, start yeah. pulling videos, and now you know I hate it. Mm. But they've got some other dudes behind there, you yeah. know. But Mills Shaw on defense, he's him, a freak, man, a freak. Yes, yes, he's good. I mean, Cooper played. Well, I think I've told you this, but he played seven on seven with him last year, uh, Arkansas Elite, and and that kid's just a heck of an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's special. This that the the story the recruiting story we're doing Barry's doing right now and it may be on the website tomorrow is about Mills and uh, it's like they've got sixty one guys. Is that right? Like like literally six like. Well, Shaw's, legit. Shaw's committed to UCA. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah. Oh, good for him. D one athlete. Good for Nathan Brown. Boy, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Attaboy, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> so, number three, Camden Fairview plays Hope at home. Shallow Christian, number four, plays Farmington. Huge game in the 5A West. Oh, yeah. yes. For sure. Can't wait to see how that turns out. Number five, Farmington going to Shallow. Six, Hot Springs at Texarkana. Hot Springs going from not in the top ten to number six. Uh, but, you know, when you, when you beat – when you make your mark in the south and the south, all they've done is Magnolia beating win pretty bad. You know, it just it just shows where you are. Yeah. And so Hot Springs getting that getting that respect. Number seven, Magnolia playing Parkview at home. Mills versus Robinson. Number nine, Valley View playing Southside at home. And then number ten, the Win Yellow Jackets playing at Perigold. All right. Uh, oh, the Shiloh. You're talking about the uh, the atmosphere. Yeah, we were comparing. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, it is. You know, have you seen this, this their new scoreboard? Yeah, we went last year. Okay, so we're driving by this weekend or last week to do the award, and I, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, you know, you can't see it from the visitor side. <laughs> no. You know, so it's almost like it's a perfect spot. You know, they put it in the best spot for them. Like, you know, it's you facing know, the home bleachers, it's facing the home bleachers. Yeah. You don't have to look either way. It's like oh, that's perfect. And I was sort of thinking. They're not going to do anything on the other side. <laughs> I mean, are you going to spend $500,000 to put a visitor bleacher? Or no. Visitor? Absolutely not. No, no, no. That's awesome. <laughs> so awesome. All right, so 6A uh, last week in our top 10 and 6A, we had uh, PA number one. They beat Van Buren 69 to 26 and put up 55 in the first half. Number two, Greenwood. Uh, I think we may have uh, – Man motivated the defense over in Greenwood a little bit last week because they beat Lake Hamilton 24 to 0. Number three, Catholic beat Sylvan Hills. Sylvan Hills played them a tough We're just going to go over that. We're going to stop over there without. Well, I was waiting for some okay, commentary. Okay. Hey, we'd like to welcome the Greenwood <laughs> defense back. Uh, and so, for those of you who don't know, last week, was it last week? Yeah. I asked y'all if Greenwood could win it, and both 
Matt's, not Hooten's, <laughs> said without any hesitation. It was the most no. emphatic no. In, Could yes. we, hold on. Could it, win the, the state championship. State championship. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yes. And then, so, I go to Greenwood to do this Top Gun award, and they were jacked that we were there. They were like, thank you so much for the trash y'all been talking. I was like, that wasn't me, first of all. That was between the mats. The worst been, part was I was getting accused for it. <laughs> Yeah, like, I just want to see what the what the Greenwood chain game looks like. <laughs> yeah, so so Greenwood had been playing in their locker room, and uh, they Coach uh, Young was jacked. He was like, oh, "No, keep doing it." I'm like, oh, "Okay, I, I I can definitely keep talking trash." <laughs> so uh, so we'll have to come up with another way for y'all to motivate your guys because they've been playing the the uh, locker room yeah. all week, well, that's and good. then they shut out Lake Hamilton. They did, they did, they showed and, up, and shut it out. wasn't even you know. Which hey, Maddie called that. I did. You did. Well, okay, you're, you're tapping back. You said he beat him by two or three touchdowns. No, he said that he thinks that the defense yeah. will shut him down. I did. Okay, good. He did say just, that. I'm on the record that. now. I just was not very impressed with Hamilton's offense the week before. Oh, okay. okay. So, so hey, here's you're, you're walking here, it back here, again. Here you go, Greenwood. <laughs> Maddie said y'all weren't that good. You were just a little better than <laughs> like <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> he just didn't think <laughs> – <laughs> All right, so moving on. <laughs> Number three, Catholic uh, beat Sylvan Hills 24-14. Lake Hamilton lost 24-0 at Greenwood. Number five, Little Rock Christian uh, beat Siloam 62-7. Number six, Benton with a huge win over Jacksonville 63-18. Number seven, Marion, uh, a close one, beat their rival just down the road, West Memphis, 16-12. And then number eight was West West Memphis. Number nine, El Dorado won against Sheridan 38-7. And number 10, Russellville beat Greenbrier 41-28. You know, six and seven just kind of solidified and kind of just turned out to be what it is. Yeah, that's right. what we thought. Yeah. So this week, week eight and 6A, we've got PA number one. They will play at home against Greenbrier. Number two, Greenwood will play at Russellville. Number three, Catholic will play at Jacksonville. And then number four, we moved Benton to four because of the way they've been playing lately. Last three or four ball games, they've averaged about 55 points. And uh, offense is playing really well, clicking on all cylinders. So we've got them at four, and they're playing at Cersei. Number five, Lake Hamilton uh, does not play this week. Number six, Little Rock Christian will play at home against Van Buren. Number seven, Marion at Sheridan. Number eight, West Memphis at home versus Green County Tech. Number nine, El Dorado at Sylvan Hills. And number 10, Russellville will be at home against Greenwood. So, hey, so Greenwood and uh, uh, Greenwood plays against Russellville, and then PA's got Greenbrier. Those could be a trap games because both those teams, they, they can't overlook. That's you know, Because next week is the big uh, Greenwood-PA game that, uh, that everyone's had circled. Right. But these two teams are, you know, you could easily see it being a trap game for them. Sure. And Russellville can scheme with the best of them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, they scheme PA. We won a conference. Yeah. As good as anybody's done. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, Junk, you want to take us through seven? Seven A, boys. Number one, Bryant. They beat Southwest 35-8. to eight. Number two, the old Panthers over there in Cabot beat Central 49-13. to 13. Three, Conway beat Northside in a statement win. Taking out a little bit of aggression after that loss to Cabot, they win 63-20. to 20. Number four, Bentonville beat Fayetteville in the one that Thomas said was an instant classic, 31-30. to 30. Fayetteville, number five, as we just mentioned, lost to Bentonville. Number six, Bentonville West beat Harbor, 41-28. Number seven, Rogers beat Springdale, 37-0. North Little Rock. Number eight beat Jonesboro 28-14. A little closer than we thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, 
Northwood hey, Rock's a little down, and Jonesboro's playing better. Hey, but it was 0-0 with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Uh, Jonesboro gives up a blown coverage third and 20 touchdown. Oh, my goodness. Then the next play, so then they kick off. Next play is a fumble six, so now it's 14. Then the next series, like the second play, they fumble inside the 10, so it's 21 nothing before you know what happens. Right. And then, yeah, so then uh, uh, it got to 20, yeah, it's 21 7. Brock McCoy had like a 50 yard touchdown run and then like a 65 yard touchdown run to get it 14 28. But then right after they scored to make it 21 7. Yeah. Uh, North Rock breaks an 80 yard run and then it was like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is over. All right. So number nine, Northside lost to Conway. And then number 10, Rogers Heritage lost to Southside. So this week, number one, Bryant six and zero, oh, and I. This Matt, is you're the to, you're first. Tell us where we're playing. I didn't. Oh, it's at, it's at Bryant. Yeah, who are they playing? Cabot. Cabot. It's the Cabot. biggest game of the oh. year for uh, the the seventy West right now. Yeah, up to this up point. to this point. Well, the yes. Central, yeah. but yeah. so both undefeated in the conference, but also Bryant has not played anybody that's really challenged them. Sure, and all these guys have been playing halves. So yeah. they've got, you know, they haven't had a lot of uh, reps. In the right, that's right. So it's a huge deal to, I mean, for, they have their next three games are. And Cabot's Cabot, been tested. Cabot's been very tested. Yeah, and so so it's Cabot, North Little Rock, Conway, oh. their final three. So it's a tough, tough three to get ready for the playoffs. And yeah. and, and one thing, you know, that you, you mentioned them not playing a full game. Cabot will be physical oh, in this ball you know, game. Yeah, I was at Bryant yesterday talking to him about that. So, Maddie, since I didn't do a very good job and didn't write down the uh, the game this week, will you do our top tens? Sure, sure. <laughs> our new top tens. Yeah, so uh, Bryant was one. They will be at home against Cabot. Cabot goes to Bryant at number two. Conway will be at Central this week. Number four, Bentonville will be at home against Rogers, and that will be a good ball game there. You want me to do it? The games. Do what? You want me to do the games? Well, no, so, uh, you want me to do the, the games, the matchups? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying if you're looking it up. I no, no, right no, I wouldn't. No, Matt's yeah. doing them. Matt's yeah. doing oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Number five, Fayetteville will play at home against Springdale. Six, West will be at home against Heritage. Number seven, Rogers goes to Bentonville. Number eight, North Little Rock at Northside. Number nine, Northside at North Little Rock. At home against North Little Rock. Number 10, Southside at Harbor. That's why it's important to listen to the guy, other guys that are talking. They're looking at you. And then I'm, I'm like, uh, uh, he's no, reading no, the I games. Was, I was, uh, I'd, already tur- I'd already conceded. <laughs> hey, but hey, how it's, it's physically, it's, it's a real possibility. Bryant beats uh, Cabot, and then they're both one loss in conference. Yeah. Conway comes in and beats it's, Brian, yeah. if they do, we got three, that's three a three-way way tie. tie. And then Cabot will have a 15 to 13-point uh, whatever conference thing over uh, Conway. Conway. Conway, so it, it depends so it, on what the other So, literally, do. Cabot could be one if they if, if it's a little triangle. Wow. Is that right? I will say this, though. If Cabot beats both of them. Oh, then, then yeah. Crown them. That is, yeah. Boy, yeah, that's right. You dang right. Yeah, Crown but I, I don't think I don't know Crown, if Cabot. Can give him the state Bryant. championship trophy. I mean, well, you I know. think Bryant probably wins this one. But Conway, you know, because Conway played about as bad as you could possibly well, imagine. Yeah. Conway and then, had, then multiplied by ten. Well, you can't Conway. not pick Bryant yes. until they that's until right. they give you. A you know, there's day. kids there there that have no idea what it's like to lose, to lose in Arkansas. A, mm-hmm. No, well, yeah, to lose <laughs> in Arkansas like. You know, they asked my mom and dad. You know, they said it was like the fourth time, you know. It's like, They're like, yeah, we remember back when we were younger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Conway right. well, my mom told me about a time when we did. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, you, know, you know, Conway, one thing needs to be stated is, you know, they had a rough had a, yeah, Friday the day. They did. The they, day a rough day. Cabot, so, it was a perfect you know, storm. They, it was one of those things. And, yes, they lost. Yes, they played a bad game. But there's a 
a lot of prayers need to be said for the Conway community, yeah. you know, coming in on that Friday. No doubt. Sure, sure. All right, so that's going to take us into our week eight games of the week. So what happened in week seven? All right. Let's go back and let's just look. Yeah. Dusty. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> you know, we all we all make mistakes. You know, you were four out of four. You were number four of four. I don't know. <laughs> Which is equal to your number as the cameraman. You're number that, that's four. That's true, yeah. Well, I'd rather you be stepping up as a cameraman and less on the picks. <laughs> so. Dusty had a rough week. It's okay. He was 15 for 25. Junk wasn't much better. as It's been pretty much all season. I was 16 for 25. Maddie was 17 for 25. And winner, winner, chicken dinner, Kevin the Bohannon. Was eighteen for twenty five, and John we'll never Her- hear the so end. So what? Of it. What games did he did he pick that we didn't? I picked Heritage, didn't. and I should have picked Southside. I knew better. I knew better. That's he, what got me. He picked Heritage too. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think a lot of people picked Heritage. Yeah. I mean, that was, Them two, I I didn't. I thought they both bumped their head. Well, you know, <laughs> I I did go out on a limb and think that the Lake Hamilton wing T would, you know, beat. Yeah, you Greenwood. did. You, you were all on, them. You were on the Lake Hamilton Island. Oh, by the that way. was. Oh, hey. you were down there in the gray on the Lake Hamilton I think, Island. I think a couple of y'all picked Batesville, and yeah. we picked. No, uh, yeah, we picked Batesville. Yeah. Uh, Hooten's did, uh, and yeah. maybe Dusty. I don't know, but I picked. I picked Batesville, and also I think the the one. What was the one that just like I like when I on the way home? I was just like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I do want to say. EPC, EPC. No, I, I, yeah, we all we all picked that yeah. one. But I do want to say I, I should get half a point because I did mention the other day that, that Falk could beat Gurdon. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. the one that's in there like, oh, my. Because Gurdon just barely beat that Murfreesboro team. Yeah. And, I, you know, they hadn't really beat anybody. Yeah. So, I did the a monster, little. The monster got Oh, so this, this was the upset, though. This, <laughs> this is the one that Paris beat two rivers. Yes. And upset yes. of the year. Upset yeah. of Didn't the we year. all pick two rivers, though? Yeah. yeah. I mean. That's that, Weaver. Weaver. So, yeah. so, I went back since uh, since Dusty and, and Bohannon started with us. and, and did Oh, some, you went and checked them all. I did some cumulative stats because good, that's good. the way me and Junk kind of. Yeah. That's the way when we, you asked me if I had those, I yeah. was like, oh, no, I don't. <laughs> so, on the season, since Kevin and Dusty have started with us, uh, Kevin is 45 of 75, which is 60%. Junk is in third with 47 of 75, 63%. Dusty is 49 of 75 at 65%. And I am 52 of 75 at 69%. So, we need to allow people to do also do their picks. Yeah. So online and get them submitted by like, I don't know, Monday. Yeah, Or, or Tuesday. Yeah. And so if we have them before, then we'll just call them out. Because there's going to be somebody that will be picking like once a week. Oh, once a yeah. week. Yeah. We could put the games of the week out on Sunday. When do you usually do them on Monday? You usually do them on Monday. Don't give them too much time, though. Then they'll start, you know, prepping like Dusty. <laughs> yeah. My my aunt's uncle said. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, so it's a it's still a close ball game. I mean, it's anybody's game at this point. It except, is. Except Kevin Bohannon's. Yeah, K-Bow. And then offer money for the winners at the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Uh, sponsored by Scootin's. Yes. <laughs> so, Dusty, you can pay the fee. <laughs> All right. So, Number one this week, Dirks at Poen. I've got Dirks by seven. I got Dirks by eight. I got Dirks by six. Kevin's got Dirks by 17. All right. Number two, Mineral Springs at Mount Ida. Hey, oh, oh real quick, because I just saw this. I don't know if Barry did this. You know, Barry's got kids at Poen, and Spencer right. does the 2A. 
So Barry's high on you know. Oh, always, he's always love, Poen. loving Poen. Yeah, we're picking Poen in the upset. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw this. I love it. I love it. That's Barry. Like, no, nah, we got this. <laughs> so well, I, listen, I'm doing the same thing this week. So okay, well, in this game, I hate to do it to you, John. I, I understand, but I'm going Mount Ida by ten. I'm going Middle Springs by one. Pick it with my heart. And I'm going Mount Ida by twenty-one. And Kevin's going Mount Ida by twenty. All right, number three, Clarendon at Mark Tree. I'm going Clarendon in this one by three. I'm going Mark Tree by six. You know, I think it's finally time Clarendon has one breakthrough way. I'm going Clarendon by eight. And apparently I'm on the Lonely Island (laughs) because Kevin Bohan says Clarendon by ten. All right, Junk's on the Mark Tree Island. Love it. Number four, Camden Harmony Grove at Fordyce. I think this is going to be a closer game than what a lot of people might think just because Fordyce is coming off that emotional ball game. But I do still have Fordyce pulling it out by three. I got Fordyce by three, but I guarantee if you look at the Camden's schedule, you can see why this would be a a close game. Yeah. Yeah, I got Harmony Grove by five. Mm. You know, they – They've had a week to prepare. I like and it. The letdown. Look at what Maumel did last week uh, after the Robinson, they, that emotional game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, they, they – There's a lot that goes into that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, you're, you're, you're on the island. Because Kevin Bohan says four dice by six. I'll be drinking a Mai Tai. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Number five, smack over at Prescott. And I think this smack over bunch is going to play Prescott tough for, you know, a good good little while. They've been playing some good football, but I think Prescott pulls it out late. I've got Prescott by eight. I've got Prescott by 38. <laughs> I thought we kept it at 35, but yeah, that's no, he, fine. He, he I've got Prescott it. by he I've it. got Prescott by 35. <laughs> I got Prescott by 22. <laughs> by how much? 22. Prescott by 35 for Kevin Bohannon. All right. Number six, Walnut Ridge at Osceola. I've got Osceola by three. I got Osceola by seven. I got Osceola by eight. <laughs> I'm, I'm going Walnut Ridge. Don't write it down, but I'm going Walnut Ridge. <laughs> you said eight, Dusty. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's got 14 for Osceola. All right. Kevin, Kevin's trying to cap me this week. I'm not, I'm not I'm digging still, this. I'm still tickled at Matt's head. We kept it at 35, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, John. <laughs> Number seven, Newport at Melbourne. I've got Melbourne by two. I got Melbourne by three. Uh, Melbourne by eight. Mm. Melbourne by eight. Uh, Kevin Bohan's got Melbourne by ten. Okay, I the thought, Rand brothers. I, I say it's fourteen or more. Yeah, I thought somebody be. would go Wouldn't Newport. Yeah, I thought somebody might go Newport. Number eight, Charleston at Boonville. Man, I I swear I've gone back and forth on this one all mm. day long. Golf. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm going Charleston by oh. one. <laughs> he did it. He really did it. You're going to be on the Charleston Island, I have a feeling. Yeah. Charleston by one. I'm going Boonville by two. You got Dax Goff, the I mean, the man. I know. And Carries the, you, the and load. You got, and you, I mean, you got you know Brandon Scott on the other side yeah. flinging bombs, but it's at Boonville. Got to go Boonville by nine. I like it. The reason, so my justification was this, was that, the way Boonville defended the pass against Harding. And I know Harding's a different animal compared to, to what Charleston is, but they just still didn't defend the pass very well. You so. know, the the thing about, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, about the state of Arkansas and, like, Boonville and Charleston. They're 16 miles apart. Right. And you got cousins playing each other. Sure. You got, you know, Doc and Ricky May coached together. They were on the same state champion staff. You know, Ricky May's a Boonville guy. Doc's a Charleston guy. Yeah. I mean – 
it's days of our lives. It, you know? it, even if one team is really bad, yeah. it's yeah. going to be a good game. Sure. Yeah. You know, and well, you guys can – you're forgetting about the difference maker, and that's Cody Elliott. And that's why Kevin Bohan says Bumble by 12. Oh, okay. So I'm on the island on that one. All Ooh, right. I like it. I like it, though. Number nine. Scared money don't make money. That's right. Arkadelphia at Ashdown. I've got the Badgers by 13. I got Arkadelphia by seven. I got Arkadelphia by 20. Yeah. Kevin Bohannon has them by 21. <laughs> Number 10, Rivercrest at Gosnell. I've got Gosnell by seven. I got Gosnell by four. <laughs> got Gosnell by 14. Well, I guess Kevin's got him by 15. <laughs> He's got him by six. <laughs> Gosnell by six. You said 15? Uh, 14, 14. 14. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number 11, Boxite at Mayflower. Mayflower's been playing a lot better offensively lately, but I think Boxite's too physical. I've got Boxite by seven. I got Boxite by 17. Yeah, I'm going to go Boxite 14. And uh, Kevin Bohan's Boxite by 15. No, not really. Boxite 10. All right. And hey, this- hey, we're going. Do you say you're going with. Uh, Rivercrest or Gosnell? I went Gosnell. Oh, okay. And the Saline sure. River Shootout, number 12, the Saline River Shootout, Warren at Monticello. I've got the Lumberjacks by 17. I got Warren by eight. I think Monticello's going to put up a little fight. You know, I'm, I think, you know, Monticello's a way improved, but, you know, Bo, 20. Yeah. 20? Yeah. Now, this is for real. Yeah. Kevin said 21. <laughs> so, you said 17? Yes. Kevin, show up next week. <laughs> and pick before him. <laughs> Number 13, Ozark at Elkins. And this is a big matchup for seeding purposes here. I've got Ozark by 13. I got Elkins by two. Hmm. Quarterback comes in and makes it happen. I like it. Dizzy Dean. Oh, yeah. Hey, Ozark is scoring, I think they're scoring like 54 points per game in conference. Mm-hmm. Ozark by 14. Okay. Ozark by how much? 14. Against the Greenwood quarterbacks? (laughs) Well, guess what? Kevin Bohannon says he's going to join me with the Elkins Elks. I like the the Elks. Four. All right, number 14, Farmington at Shiloh. I'm interested to see you all on this one. Man, I'm going to tell you something. I think this is going to be a really good ball game just for the simple fact that Farmington's defensive line is – Really, really physical. Yeah, I don't know if Shiloh can hold them out of the backfield, but I still think Shiloh makes too many plays, and I've got Shiloh by three. I've got the Saints by nine. You know, my rule is don't pick against J.R. Eldridge, but i got to break my rule. (laughs) I'm going Shiloh by 17. So, you know, uh, yeah. 17? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Conaway and Eldridge were at Washington together. I did not uh-huh. know that. And so when I was there, my five minutes there, uh, they Eldridge was—I guess they were both seniors. Okay. Uh, and Eldridge, I think, got injured that year and was was out for the season. I think he hurt his neck, but he—they were in the same meeting rooms. And that's cool. Yeah, so, I've seen them both on the sidelines. They must have stayed in different dorms. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, they—they're—they're <laughs> they're a little different. <laughs> You know, but Eldridge, you know, he's phenomenal on defense. I mean, oh, just yeah. – Oh, yeah. Of, and so, uh, you look at the, him versus shallow offense, it'd yeah. be fun. So he's me. been good everywhere he's been. That's yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, J- JR is a one-of-kind human being. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know him, and that's why, I, I, you know, I joke around because he is so – Intense. Intense on yeah. the sidelines. <laughs> 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 so, you got 17? Yes. Kevin Mohan said 14. Child good, 14. Good, good, good for All him. Right. 
So number 15, Prairie Grove at Alma. This is a big 5A West matchup for seeding purposes. I'm going Prairie Grove by 10. I got PG by 8. I got PG by 11. And Kevin Bohan says PG by 8. All right, number 16, Little Rock Parkview at Magnolia. Magnolia's backs up or against the wall after two consecutive losses. Can they pull the upset? Not so fast, my friend. I've got Parkview <laughs> by six. I got Parkview by ten. You know, I it's got, very. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not. No, no, it's no, not. No, not at all. But I will. I will say this. I got to see uh, Parkview play Bryant, and Parkview's defensive line. Uh, they're built like that wall over there. So I'm going to go <laughs> Parkview by twenty-one. Yes, okay. but really? all of Magnolia. Okay. All of Magnolia's got to do is get them in third and ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then, then try it's to make over. Them, try, no, well, try to make them pass because if if you don't get them behind the chains, you're not going to stop. Well, them. Conversely, and I'd probably say probably probably on both sides. Yeah, yeah, because you you know you know same thing with Magnolia. You know if you can contain Curry, yes, yeah. you got a shot. Yes, I mean you got to have. I mean they're they're one dimensional. Yeah. right now they've only they've only had to be one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and except for the Bryant game, which yeah. Yeah. That, that Bryant game was rough. But uh, Kevin says part of you by fourteen. Okay. It's number 17, Batesville Southside, coming off a narrow loss against Nelton. will travel to Valley View. I've got Valley View by seven. I've got Valley View by 12. I'm going to go Valley View 13. And my man, Kevin Bohannon, says 10. Valley View by 10. How many did you say, Dusty? 13. 13, okay. All right, number 18, Valonia at Whitehall. I've got the Eagles in this one by six. Oh, I love it. I got the Eagles by one. Is Ryan Mallett calling the plays this week? Uh, who knows? Uh, I'm going to go Whitehall by three. How did that work out last week? Did he call plays last he week? Ca- uh, he called the second half against Morlton. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. So. Um, how many points did you say? Six. Six, and then uh, Kevin's got five. So, Dusty's on the Whitehall Island. I like it. Hey, I got my Scantron, boys. <laughs> <laughs> you better believe it. You better believe it. Number so. 19, Morlton at Pine Bluff. I've got Pine Bluff by six. I got Pine Bluff by three. We'll go Pine Bluff by 18. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kevin's got Pine Bluff by 10. Let me tell you, you, you just – every week with them, it's what, what Pine Bluff team's going to be there. That's yeah. right. I mean, if the right week, they can beat anybody. Sure. But you look at what they do at home, it's – It's mean, different. It's different. Yeah. Except for that Bologna game. Yeah. 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 Other than the Bologna game, <laughs> the other game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number 20, Robinson at Mills. I've got Robinson by three. I got Robinson by 14. I got Robinson by thirteen. Okay, Kevin's got him by twelve without uh, without the running back yeah. against Shaw. Okay, that's what I. That's why I went hey, through. It may, it may be sixty three to fifty. It may be you know seventy six. <laughs> Freeman, I, yeah, he's a difference maker. So yeah. we'll see. All right, number twenty one, Salome Springs at Mountain Home, and this is the bottom dwellers of the five A West. Somebody will get their first victory of the season. I'm going Mountain Home by seven. I went Mountain Home by twenty one. Okay, so Siloam's got to drive four and a half hours to Mountain yeah. Home, and I got Mountain Home by 30. <laughs> but they're used to driving four and a really half hours. 30? I got 30. Yeah. They're used to driving four and a half hours. And so it's Mountain to, Home. And they're used to losing by 30, so we know. <laughs> and uh, Kevin's got Mountain Home by 13. Okay. Number 22, El Dorado at Sylvan Hills. And El Dorado uh, has been playing better, but so has Sylvan Hills. Sylvan has stepped it up. They really have. And I think they control the ball, control the line of scrimmage. But I got El Dorado squeaking one out. I got El Dorado by three. I've got El Dorado by five. You want to let him pick, Dustin? Yeah, I'm going to let Thomas take the ball. I'm going El Dorado by ten. 
But uh, Sylvan Hills, if they control the ball, they, they right. really could. They just haven't had things go their way. If they're, when their defense is playing well, their offense isn't. And mm-hmm. their offense is playing well, the defense isn't. Kevin's got Eldorated by eight. All right. Number 23, Rodgers at Bentonville. I've got Bentonville by 10. Well, I almost picked the upset in this one, but then I came back to reality. I went Bentonville by two. Yeah, I got to go Bentonville by 13. And the man, Kevin Bohannon, says Bentonville by three. Okay. Number 24, North Little Rock at Northside. This will be an interesting matchup here. This is a really interesting matchup. I'm going North Little Rock by one. Ooh, I went North Little Rock by six. You know, the qu- the question I got is how well does North Little Rock travel? Because, you know, they go to Jonesboro. It's a long trip. Sure. Longer trip. One of the longer trips they've had recently. And I'm going to have to go with Northside by seven. Yeah. Team. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Northside. You said Northside, right? Yes, Northside. Northside has that problem of almost beating everybody they play. Yes. Mm. They're really good at yeah. almost beating yeah. everybody. But they play with everybody. So That's they, right. And I'm telling you, I, I watched, their, watched a lot of their game film, and they have a lot of past concepts that remind me of PA, where yeah. they're uh, it's, it's a more of a – I don't know, route combinations. Like, they're they're putting pressure, making safeties choose to whether they're going to leave the zone. Yeah. It's it's different than a lot of other offenses. Like, Greenwoods is quicker. They do a lot of quick stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then – but this was, like, deeper concepts, like over the middle, uh, uh, digs and posts. And then they right. had, like, a – they had a post and then a corner post on the other side. So, once the safety, you know, jumped the post. It's a late throw. Is Kendrick, yes. is Kendrick still calling the plays there? Uh, I don't I, I don't know. It's cur- – it, it's – it's somewhat similar to the offense they've been running, but gotcha. So Kevin went North Little Rock by seven. Okay. If that makes sense, I'm trying to explain it and use my hands on a on a podcast to explain how it works. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Thanks. And the last game of the week for Week Eight is the biggest game of the uh, probably in the state. Is Cabot travels to Bryant to take on the four time defending state champion Hornets. I've got Bryant by ten. I just went Bryant by one. I mean, you know, it's funny because you're, you're right. It is the biggest game in the state. But at the same time, if you ask 100 people, how many of them do you get one that picks Cabot? Yeah, probably. Probably not. Unless they're from Unless Cabot. they're from I don't Cabot. Know, I don't know. They're, they're, I got Cabot I, by soon. You always got that one. No, I'm telling you, though, Cabot. <laughs> do you really? I do. Oh, <laughs> he did it. I love it. Yes. <laughs> how much did you say? Six. Oh, I, yes. need, I need I need to text Bucks. To, to, oh, you just, just made my night, my week to, to send it to, to his, his offense and defense guys that that the Dusty picked against him because he's looking for motivation, you know. Dude, I, mean, I love it. You you made my week, I, but no, I honestly Kevin, think Kevin said Bryant by twenty one. No, it's not a bad pick. No, because oh, we no, haven't no. seen Bryant play a full game, so we. But don't how do yet. you pick against them until they show give you a reason to? But, you know, and but here here's why I'm looking at. I got it. Look at look at Cabot's schedule. Look at Cabot's schedule coming into it. Mm-hmm. They had the perfect opportunity last week. They play Central, which is, you know, it, they can work on some Bryant stuff for an extra week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who Bryant play last week? You know, they had Southwest. You know, there's going to be some little, you know, trickeration in there yeah. and everything. But I just, I just got a feeling. I like it. I, I cannot wait. Yeah. Cannot wait. We're going to get to see a young quarterback and a young offense mm-hmm. going against a really good physical defense. Physical no, defense. Yeah, very physical. Yeah. All right, Maddie, let's blow through these. Who did Bohannon pick in that one? He had twenty one, Bryant by twenty one. Okay. Okay. And now we gotta I gotta I got my daughter. You gotta grow. Yeah. Okay. Hey, roll out hey, of here. Thank y'all for having us. You appreciate awesome. the hospitality. Hey, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm jacked you picked Cabot. <laughs> hey, I just want I, you to know things are better when you're here, Dustin. I know. That's right. 
Uh, I got not and not all the time, but just here. <laughs> so don't tell everybody it's just things are better when I'm now. Hey, if we could get Kevin to come, I'd figure out a way to make it a fifth, like a fifth port somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'd buy a new mixer. He's something. not sitting in my lap, so we'll just get that out. <laughs> we got plenty of chairs. Yeah, I may have to go in the office and call in. Are y'all going to the, are y'all going to the game? The the uh, yeah, uh, I'll remember? be there. Uh, probably not. I will. Okay, I, okay. I, say hi to my brother. All right. He's a tall, goofy, yeah. goofy dude calling plays. He'll start I, yelling. I've never been to PA, and I got a cousin playing. I might. We'll yeah. see. It's I'll a talk. great atmosphere, especially you know because uh, I'll ask my wife if I can. Greenbrier always travels well. Yeah. The real qu- the real question is the game of the week. Where are the third grade Panthers playing this weekend? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. We are playing first round of the playoffs. We're playing Heber Springs at Heber Springs. Oh. Hey, you know what we need. Oh, did you oh did you see the video? Did you see it? <laughs> oh, I saw it. Hey. The athleticism <laughs> of jumping over. Oh my yeah. gosh. Verticality. Hey, you know yes. what so, I need to show up with the Hooten's gear and cameras and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the Be like grade. I heard about Clint McJunkins yeah, no, jumping no, no, up. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, mic you up. Yeah. <laughs> so so to tell everybody. So last year Clint picked up in third grade, Clint picked up a fumble. And and scored like he ran it back and scored. It was awesome. Like it's the funniest thing ever because he's just like these kids are just kind of standing around and he's just like, hmm, there's a ball and he picks it up, and just takes <laughs> off and runs. Well, so he gets in the end zone and like as soon as like the referee turns around, he just like straight up Gronk just boom spikes it. Of course, flag going everywhere. Unbelievable. <laughs> the referee's laughing, but he's like, I got to throw the flag. Yeah. You know, and what's funny is everybody was like, I can't believe he threw that flag. I'm like, he didn't have a choice. Yeah. I mean, what are you doing? The kid <laughs> assaulted <laughs> the ball. Yeah. So, so anyway, uh, this this week we were playing a team that hadn't won a game this year, and, and uh, we played a lot. We played the the backups to the backups, right? And uh, But in the second half – they uh the 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 offensive coach said he said I'm gonna throw the ball to Clint I said do it I love it I said send him on a go route <laughs> but anyway that, but anyway on the on like uh, it was on the goal line they they went a little out you know a little out route I don't know what you call that I'm not an offense guy I just know he was in the flat and they threw it to him and he caught it and he scored and then what's funny is on the video you can hear Mark my my other defensive coach with me screaming hold on to the ball hold on to the ball but then he does this immaculate jump over the yard line like he, the yard marker that's, he, he the gets yard up. marker's what maybe six inches yeah. and he does it jump over it no, he, he jumps around it, it. he jumps around yeah. it. <laughs> It was the most impressive feat of athleticism I've seen in a long time. Yes. Yes. Did you not see it? No. When did you see it? Saturday. I'll show it to you because I didn't know if it came through blurry or if y'all could actually see it. No, it was good. Yeah. It it was. I had no service. I was in Bald Knob uh, hunting. (laughs) All right. So we're going to go through our player highlights and stats for the week. And so we'll start in Pine Bluff, Landon Holcomb, four or five for 125 yards, one touchdown. Three carries for 27 yards and one touchdown. William Howe, 9 of 16 for 123 yards, two scores. Austin Dendy, four catches, 72 yards, one score, and a 45-yard pick six. Tyree Campbell, 11 carries, 82 yards, and in Pine Bluff, Jordan Harris, two catches for 45 yards and a score. All right. Did you forget, finally get all through the through all the Pine Bluff kids? Yeah, there's one. There's one hot know. springs mixed in there. With Is that them. in the middle of them? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> so, I wonder if it's supposed to be all hot springs. Maybe so. Maybe so. I think it is. I'm pretty right. sure. It is. Okay. So go ahead. With okay. Me. Matthew Contreras, nine for seventeen, two hundred eight yards, three touchdowns, eight carries, thirty-seven yards. Perry Jones, sixteen carries, one hundred twelve yards, three touchdowns. T.J. Brogdon, five catches, one hundred seventeen yards. 
All right, in Lakeside, Grady Omen, 20 carries, 155 yards. Over in Cutter Morning Star, Mr. Peyton Mills was 26 of 37 for 372 yards, eight touchdowns, and had seven carries for 33 yards and a score. That's that's Thomas Thrash type numbers right there. <laughs> the Cutter Morning Star. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Malachi Henry over at Van Buren, seven catches, 105 yards, three touchdowns, and he had an interception. Carson Turley. Oh, I guess I just – I'll go ahead. Yep. Valley View, 16 for 16. What an impressive performance. Absolutely. 196 yards, two touchdowns, 11 carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns. Mark Wilson at Valley View, six catches, 115 yards, and one touchdown. Over at Little Rock Christian, Mr. Walker White was 13 of 61 for 251 yards and two scores. And Ronnie Anoki, uh, 10 carries, 78 yards, and three touchdowns. Wesley McKissick, Valonia, good quarterback, 14 for 22, 172 yards and one touchdown in their win. Uh, Zach Nolan from Valonia, six catches, 80 yards, and Jack Vines from Valonia, uh, two catches, 52 yards, and one touchdown. In Ozark, Landon Wright, four of nine for 156 yards and a score, and also had 20 carries for 194 yards and five touchdowns. And then Eli Massengill had 17 carries for 128 and a score. I left you hanging there. I forgot to put the, the town. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. Uh, Josh Ficklin at Bentonville, 29 carries, 129 yards, two touchdowns. C.J. Brown from Bentonville, six catches, 168 yards, and one touchdown. Braden Allen from Lone Oak was six of nine for 112 yards and a touchdown and 13 carries for 118 yards and a score. And Cody Amato, 16 tackles and one rushing touchdown. All right, Cavante Washington from Rivercrest, 9 for 11, 172 yards, three touchdowns. Michael Rayner Jr., Rivercrest, four catches, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Kobe Turner from Rivercrest, eight carries, 142 yards, three touchdowns. Trent Kimbrough, 10 tackles, four tackles for loss, one hurry, half a sack, and two forced fumbles. And then also from Rivercrest, White Lancaster, 15 tackles. Two for a loss, three hurries and a sack. That's getting it done. Yeah, it is. At Bryant, Jordan Walker was four of five for 100 yards, two scores. James Martin, seven carries for 56 yards and two touchdowns. And for the Wampus Cats, Donovan Amolo, 21 for 29, 211 yards, one touchdown and two rushing touchdowns for the quarterback. Boogie Carr from Conway, 17 carries, 136 yards, one touchdown. One catch for five yards, and Jalen Chambers for the Wampus Cats. Six carries, 72 yards, two touchdowns, and another catch for five yards. All right. Mr. Braden Scott from Charleston was 12 of 13 for 141 yards and three scores. Brian Ketter, three catches, 25 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, and one sack. And Wiley Carroll, three catches, 48 yards, three carries, 21 yards, a pick six, and a sack. DeAndre Burns from El Dorado, four catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Three carries for 20 yards, two for two for 39 yards, throwing the ball. <laughs> and 56 yards return. He return did it yards. all. He did. <laughs> also at uh, El Dorado, John Brooks Elia, I think, that's, I think that's right. 15 for 20, 181 yards, two touchdowns, and then Shadarius Plummer, the running back with 27 carries, 251 yards, and three touchdowns. 
And also, oh, yeah. got one more there. Javier Rivas from El Dorado, 33-yard field goal, and then he was 5 for 5 for the extra point. And the aforementioned Mr. Dizzy Dean and Elkins was 13 of 18 for 265 yards and four touchdowns. Deshaun Chair, 16 carries, 131 yards and three scores. And Josiah Betancourt, four catches, 125 yards and one touchdown. Isaac Gregory over in Fort Smith Southside, 20 carries, 249 yards and five touchdowns. And then Aquavius Dunbar from Lake Village had over 200 yards rushing and four touchdowns. I guess first time we've ever seen somebody from Lake Village on our yeah, stats. I think so. And Arkadelphia, a name that we're all familiar with, Mr. Donovan Witten was 13 of 17 for 283, four touchdowns, and had four carries for 22 yards and a score. Trip Campbell, four catches, 95 yards, two touchdowns. Carter Babb, three catches, 83 yards, and a score. Latonio Hughes, three catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. Over at Little Rock Catholic, Sam Sanders, the quarterback, went 11 for 17. 133 yards, two scores, 15 carries for 92 yards. And then Brooks Ward caught the ball four times for 45 yards and two touchdowns. C.J. Turner in Star City, five carries for 126 yards and two touchdowns. He also had four tackles, three hurries, and one recovered fumble. And then Mason Taylor had six tackles, two and a half sacks, and one pass breakup. Have you noticed after you read one of those long ones, it's easy to think <laughs> yeah. that you're done? Yeah. <laughs> That's what gets me every time. Uh, uh, Nico Ibarra from Pottsville, nine carries, 127 yards, two touchdowns. Bryson Villarreal from Pottsville, 21 carries, 99 yards, one touchdown. A fumble recovery and interception. Jackson Furr from Pottsville, two catches, 23 yards, and a touchdown. Mr. Cedric Hawkins from Stuttgart had three touchdowns, two rushing, and one receiving. Connor Baker chasing the record at Pocahontas. He was five for five for 97 yards, nine carries, 118 yards, and add three more touchdowns to the total, along with an 81-yard punt return. And then Grayson Maupin from Pocahontas, 64 yards rushing with a touchdown. Not very often do you see your quarterback returning punts. No, you don't. <laughs> At Episcopal, Gray Lee was 13 of 18 for 177 yards, 16 carries for 72 yards and three touchdowns. Jack Harbor, nine catches for 140 yards. And Colin Robinson, 20 carries for 165 yards and two touchdowns. You said that about Connor Baker. You know, he probably had eight or nine tackles too. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, from Cersei, D.D. Johnson. We haven't heard his name much this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I think we just hadn't had his stats. Yeah. Uh, 25 carries, 240 yards, three touchdowns. That's a bunch of yards. Tyler Strickland from Cersei, 20 for 27, 209 yards passing, three touchdowns, five carries, 52 yards, two touchdowns. And then Caleb Cunningham, Cersei, eight catches, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Coach Clark, get us some stats. That's right. Over in Malvern, Jalen Dupree, 22 carries, 217 yards, and six touchdowns. Cedric Simmons, 10 of 15 for 140 yards and five carries for 60 yards and a score. Sloan Perrin over at Nashville, the scrapper quarterback, had 15 carries for 151 yards, two touchdowns. He was seven for 17 through the air with 36 yards passing. Trey Hopkins, uh, Nashville, 13 carries, 83 yards, and one touchdown. In Benton, Mr. Braylon Russell, eight carries for 136 yards, three catches for 38 yards, and one score. Clint Hooten, six of nine for 124 yards passing, three three touchdowns. Maddox Davis, two catches for 46 yards and a score. And on Marcus King, two carries, 63 yards, and two touchdowns. 
Braden Long from Harrison carried the ball 30, 21 times for 231 yards and four scores. Mason Ketterman for the Goblins, 10 carries, 134 yards, one touchdown. Threw the ball nine times, connected on five of them for 128 yards and a touchdown. And then Cameron Bell from Harrison with an 80-yard touchdown catch. In shallow Christian, Eli Wisdom was 12 of 16 for 215 yards and one touchdown and had nine carries for 93 yards. Bodie Neal, nine catches, 175 yards and a score. And Bo Williams had 10 carries for 78 yards and four touchdowns. Allen Jones for the Yellow Jackets of win with three sacks. Five tackles for loss. Rashad Conley from win, two sacks, three tackles from loss. And then the running back, Kobe Davis, had 100 yards rushing with one touchdown. Martavius Thomas in Camden Fairview was 16 of 22 for 252 yards and four touchdowns. Aaron Osselbrook, six catches, 87 yards, three scores. Trenton Haygood, four catches, 101 yards, and one touchdown. And also in Camden Fairview, Kenny Lanford, three catches for 101 yards and two touchdowns. Kel Busby at Pulaski Academy, the quarterback, was 23 of 31, 361 yards and five touchdowns. He was a player of the week last week. Yes, he was. Jalen McKinney at PA, four catches, 138 yards, two touchdowns. John Charette from Pulaski Academy, six catches, 114 yards and a touchdown. And then Kenny Jordan from PA, nine carries, 79 yards and two scores. And Greenwood, Mr. Hunter Houston with another great ball game. 19 of 23 for 255, one touchdown, and also a rushing touchdown. Grant Carnes from Greenwood, five catches, 112 yards, and a score. And Mr. Jack Glover, 26 carries, 68 yards, and two touchdowns. And the Twins over in Boonville. Cody Elliott, 15 carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. And Dax Goff, Nine carries, 244 yards, PlayStation numbers, (laughs) and a touchdown. And a big shout-out right here, a kid that I coached from third grade through sixth grade, just a great kid, always works hard. Mr. Kane Richardson got his debut at quarterback at Greenbrier. He was four of nine passing for 94 yards and a touchdown and also had 13 carries for 99 yards and two scores and all of that coming in the second half. Zane Widener from CAC, 17 carries, 238 yards, Six touchdowns. I think I think Zane's from Clinton. Oh, is he from yep. Clinton? Yep. Okay, so I've got okay because I know the Wilson kid yep. is from CAC. Yep, okay, right. all right. So Zane Wider from Clinton, <laughs> seventeen carries, two hundred thirty-eight yards, six touchdowns, seven tackles, three sacks, two pass blocks. And two fifty-five yard punts. Not, and I think he changed somebody's tire in the parking lot. <laughs> also, uh, going to CAC, Grayson Wilson, the quarterback there, was nineteen of thirty-eight for two hundred ninety-two yards, four touchdowns, seventeen carries for one hundred five yards, and two touchdowns. And Kristen Bell or Bellin, sorry, from Fordyce, the running back had three rushing scores. In Melbourne, Trey Wren, 415 yards passing through the air and six touchdowns. It's getting it done. Yes, sir. And then finally, these three from Conway Christian, Aaron Loveless, 16 carries, 154 yards, two touchdowns. Cooper Johnson, four catches, 98 yards and three touchdowns. And then Garrison Greer, nine tackles, two for loss, three sacks, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery. All right, and that will wrap up our stats and highlights for players for week seven. And Junk has our week seven players of the week. This week, the week seven players of the week are from 2A slash eight man from Cutter Morningstar, Peyton Mills. From 3A, the Melbourne quarterback, Trey Wren. 4A, 
who I believe could be the best quarterback in the state from the Arkadelphia Badgers, Donovan Witten. And then 5A, Carson Turley from Valley View. 6A, Tyler Strickland from Searcy. And 7A from Fort Smith Southside with an impressive performance, Isaac Gregory. Very nice. And just so you know, uh, we had a little backup order on the shirts. but Yeah, uh, yeah. Week- Listen, we're dealing with, with China, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so week four, five, and six will be going in the mail tomorrow. They're, they're stuffed, they're sealed, and so they're going in the mail tomorrow. Listen, guys, just – you're going to get your shirts, okay? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just send us a picture. Yeah, please do. Please do. All right. So we get to talk a little bit about college, the Hogs. Back hey. On, back on track. Back on track. So I, I asked somebody the other day, I said, so are we giving Pittman a raise this week since we fired him last week? <laughs> exactly. I saw a tweet said, so which one of the coaches you want to fire this week? Right. <laughs> so Hogs get back on track uh, in Provo with an impressive offensive performance Saturday. 644 total yards. Get this junk. 30. Four first downs. That's a lot of first downs. A lot of first downs. <laughs> but one of the most impressive stats of the of the game was the Hogs were twelve of fifteen on third down conversions. That's eighty percent. That's yeah. that's getting it done right. Hey, there. You know that BIU uh, was it the D coordinator that really praised the Hogs offense. Yeah. I can see why. Yeah. Uh, the Hogs did struggle a little bit defensively, as they have all year. Gave up 471 yards, but did create three turnovers, and that's one thing we have not done all season is create turnovers. Uh, they do have the week off this week before they'll travel to Auburn to take on the three and four Tigers next week. KJ was 29 of 40 for 367 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. Yeah. And he had 10 carries for 32 yards. Rocket with an impressive performance. 50, 15 carries, 175 yards, and two scores. And then Matt Landers with his biggest game uh, as a Razorback. Eight catches, 99 yards, and three touchdowns. I, I want you to explain one thing to me, though. Yes, sir. Now, I don't want to be negative because I'm I'm pro. I'm I'm not on the bandwagon of our life is over like every, like a lot of people. Sure. But how do you give a defensive player of the week to a kid who is the safety on a defense that gives up 500 yards? I'm only thing I can think of is he had 11 tackles and an interception. So I. I mean, maybe his stats were good. I guess. But I'm with you. I'm with you. UCA with another big A-Sun win to move to 2-0 and in the A-Sun Conference and a share of the lead. Uh, they beat Kennesaw State 51-24. to I think that was kind of an eye-opener, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, Kennesaw – I think Kennesaw was picked to win the conference and Bears were Is picked, that right? picked okay. to finish second. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so um, – Undefeated in conference. Undefeated in conference. They, uh, the past three games, the Bears offense has averaged 50 points a game. And so uh, they'll take on North Alabama next Saturday. They have this week off as well. McIlvain was 22 of 30 for 292 yards and two touchdowns. Darius Hale, 23 carries, 170 yards and two scores. And Christian Richmond had 12 catches for 156 yards and two well, touchdowns. Well, that's active as a receiver. Yes, sir. OBU, number four, OBU beat UAM 41-7, to and they actually moved up to number three this week. Is that right? Can you believe that? Golly. OBU, number three in the country. Woo. They play SAU this week, and then Harding lost a heartbreaker 15-14 to to Henderson State, uh, and they will play UAM at 3 o'clock. Man, it was just I, – I was there. It's just penalties and turnovers. Yeah. Had a, had a quarterback uh, just, just lost the ball. Defensive oh. end picked it up, ran it in. Is that right? Oh, yeah. You know, and it was scored. Had a big score, got called back for block. Man. Mm. You know, just things like that. Yeah. Just – 
shot him in the foot, dealing with a ton of injuries. Sure. I, I mean, Coach Simmons told me before the game, said, hey, we're facing a lot of adversity. Yeah. We got freshmen playing. Wow. You know, that wouldn't normally be, you know. Sure. Uh, he said, but, he said, but, I can say one thing, these guys go out and they're expecting to win. Yeah. But they go out there. That's a culture he's built. That's right. That's yeah. right. So, you know, tough one, but I don't think it's a, a real good uh, showing of what that team really sure. is when they're healthy and not – you know, just sometimes you get the the injury bug creates the mistake bug. That's and, right. You know, it just kind of snowballs on you. That's right. UCO with a big win Saturday defeated Fort Hay State thirty five to twenty three. That moves them to five and two. Let me tell you, that program has just kind of come out of nowhere. Man, I'm telling you, they're they're tied for second in the in the conference right now, and That's they wild. Kinda, they kind of hold their their fate and their and their destiny in their hands right now because yeah. if they went out, which is a tall task because they go to Washburn this week, which is a really good team. Yeah. They've got Pitt State at home, which yeah. is, is favorable. But uh, if they went out, they, they're talking like they could make the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. So. I mean, if they went out, are they not going to win the conference? Uh, Probably not because they'll have two losses and Pitt will only have one. Okay. Yeah, because Pitt's undefeated If right they now. stay undefeated. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um. But man, that you know that that they they started out kind of slow too. They did. They got thumped first game, thirty-five yeah. to zero. Offense didn't do anything, mm-hmm. and they but they've turned it up. They've kind of gotten better each week, so you can you can tell Coach Doral's kind of kind of getting it done yeah, over there. Done. All right, my man. In. You got anything else? No, I'm good, man. Let's do it. All right, brother. We will check y'all next week. Later on. You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears. And special thanks to our sponsor, American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats. Between the Mats.